These are stories about murder. (gasps) Could there be a hidden clue? Things that are exceptionally alarming. Like what? Just alarming things. Because he's at the bottom of the ocean, every little sound is intensely magnified. He hears animals eating his friends and crewmates. Oh my God. Instead of scattering ashes, he had simply dumped them in the parking lot. (laughs) In Germany, before a royal court. Thought she was Polish. No, the magician is Polish. This is three shots in. And today we're talking about... Welcome back to Three Shots In. I'm Jess. I'm Jake. And this is the second episode of the season where we will be talking about gift. That's right. This episode is inspired by the upcoming holiday. Yeah. Merry Chrysler, everybody. Merry Christmas. So when this episode comes out, it'll be the day after Christmas. The day after. That's right. Mm -hmm. We're recording it, though, like a week before. Of course. we got to be prepared. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm sure Santa's prepared. He always is. Uh, Before we get started, we would like to give a huge shout out to some very, very special people. These are not just special people to us, but special people to the entire world. And I know you're you're wondering who could be so special. And I'll tell you who our patrons, beautiful, charming, sexy, amazing, amazing patrons. And we would like to thank mom and dad, Terry and Danny, David, Jeremy, Sam, Ricky, Abria. Thomas, TJ, Flash, and Alan. You are all so wonderful and so beautiful. Wow. And the world would be a darker place without you, I'm sure. It would. It would not be quite as sunny. Not quite as bright. No. Be like like Alaska during like that time of the year where it's like the sun comes up for like a minute and then goes away. That's what like the whole world would be. It'd be like darkness for like a really long time. Yeah. But our patrons make it so bright and They sunny. make it so bright. It's and, so great. And warm and awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They do that. Anyway, tonight we took shots of Jameson Irish whiskey. Um, yeah, I remember liking it a lot more than I than I did. Tonight. You remember that? I remember liking it. A I lot liked more. it just fine. Jameson, it's not my favorite, but it goes down smoothly enough. I'm not a fan of the taste all by itself, but it's tolerable for me. Yeah, it brought me much pain tonight. That's evident in the Instagram live, which you can see all of you listeners at Three Shots in Podcast on Instagram. We go live every Friday at five. And uh, that's five central. Yeah. So if you're in New York, that's six o'clock, homie. You're already <laughs> sitting at your bar. Might as well whip us out. Right. If you're in California, that's three o'clock. Three o'clock? Three o'clock. Yeah. It's two hours before us. So like maybe you're still at work. Maybe you're picking your kids up from school. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whip us out. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, for drinks. We had some spiked nog. We did. We put that Irish whiskey. We took shots of it. And then we also put a little bit of it. Well- a lot of it. A lot of it. Into our eggnog. Yeah. Um, probably not the best eggnog ever. I don't know. I really liked it. You purchased it and you didn't care to analyze how many brown specks were inside the eggnog. It was uh, It was covered. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Well, that was careless of you. <laughs> Apparently, it was careless of me. <laughs> they the- were all, all of them were that way. I was going to buy the one like in the gallon jug or something. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have it. If you can't see the brown specks, it's impossible to know how much cinnamon and nutmeg is inside it. And you happened to purchase one that had almost none. Almost none. You needed a little more spice tonight. I did. It was not a fail to me. Okay. I still enjoyed it. I love eggnog and I love it spiced. And and not spiced, apparently. Yeah, I'm a fan. Okay. 
I like creamy substances in my mouth. I've heard this. You have? Yeah, on Twitter. Twitter said that? A lot of people on Twitter said that. Yeah, no, they, a lot of them do. Mm-hmm. Well, it's time for our updates, Jess. Do you have any updates that you'd like to share? Not really. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Celebrated three years at company. Got wonderful Christmas bonus. Thanks. <laughs> okay. So you celebrated three years at the company. I've been at. I've been th- there for three years. That's correct. Three wow. whole years. Um, and I'm obligated to say that I loved every moment of it. So <laughs> you're under contract. Um, yes. NDA. Yes. There are there are there are people I work with that listen to this show, and it's a fantastic job, and I love all of them, of course. Did I insult someone in the last episode we recorded? I don't know. I think I did. Someone that your coworkers hold dear. Oh, was it that orthodontist or dentist or some something? It was it was the dentist, Tad. Tad Morgan. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah. everybody. Uh, anyway, got wonderful Christmas bonus. So I work for a nonprofit and mm-hmm. believe it or not, there was a company, um, that gave us a fat donation Oh, and they stipulated in the donation that it must be used for bonuses for the staff. Wow. Which was awesome. So That's great. we got, we got two years of fat bonuses coming our way. Super cool. Very nice. Uh, and that was, I mean, you know, that's a Christmas miracle right there, right? <laughs> it is. Yeah. I do have one update. Okay. I don't know that I'll need as many as 10 words, but I'll try to stretch it. Attempting subliminal messaging in order to mind control Terry. That's nine. Okay. Okay. Um, So first let's get to what your your mind controlling goal is. Uh Uh-huh. And then let's get to what the subliminal is. We'll work a little backwards. Okay. Okay. So first, what is my goal? What is the goal? The goal? What do we want? I want a puppy for Christmas and I don't (laughs) actually just want one puppy. I would like two puppies for Christmas, two puppies for Christmas. I want two puppies for Christmas Mm -hmm. and um, I'm not going to lie to you, Jacob. I think it's unlikely that I'm going to get them, but I'm going to try my damnedest to ensure that that happens. Okay. Is that why your, your wallpaper on your computer in the living room was puppies? Yes, it was. Yeah. I set it to tile so that it was a puppy every like yeah, it was like it was like it was like eight by eight. Yeah, it was like thirty-two puppies. Yeah, inside of a gift bag in front of a Christmas tree. It was very cute. Super adorable. Mm-hmm. It was a red Doberman, just like it was Tally. Beautiful. I want it really bad. And there are breeders locally, locally who breed European Dobermans. I'm just like the sweetest squirrel. The sweetest squirrel in the whole world. And um, I really want one. And so I'm trying to um subliminally control Terry into giving me one okay, or two, ideally. Yeah. So how are you going about that? So, well, there's the desktop image. The we desktop. About that. I saw that one. You haven't seen the screensaver. Oh, what's the screensaver? It's more puppies. Okay. Different puppies, but a Doberman puppy, every single image. And it's like 23 images. And it just filters through them. Yeah. And they're all like in Christmas bags <laughs> in front of Christmas trees. Okay. Just about. Yeah. Every single one of them is so cute. Like a tiny part of your heart will like shrivel. My heart's already shriveled. <laughs> it's too cute. And I mean, we'll see what happens. The, is is the, that it? Is that your only two subliminals that you've been doing? I've also been asking Terry questions about puppies. Okay. And bringing up Tally a lot. Oh. Yeah. I'm tugging at his you're, heartstrings. You're tugging. Yeah, you're going straight for the heart. I am. Wow. Because my heartstrings are tugged all the time. I miss her a lot. I know. She was the best. She was incredible. And I have a little empty spot in my heart for not having like dogs in the house that are our dogs. Mm-hmm. We still babysit 
That same wiener dog, you know, from our friend? Yeah, Carlo. Arlo, actually. Mm -hmm. But it's okay. Carlo or Arlo, he seems to answer to both. And he's awesome. Super sweet. But he's not ours. No. And you want you want one that is yours or two. I want ideally. two. Two that are mine. Are you going to name them something stupid? No. That like is like a pair? Nah. No? No. Not like, like Twiddledee and Tweedledum or whatever. Something like that. Nah. What's that movie with the two girls who like drive off a cliff at the end? I don't know. Thelma and Louise. They drive off a cliff at the end of Thelma and Louise? I thought so. I've never seen it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No idea. They kill themselves. Why would I want to name them after that then? Because they're women, lesbians, and everyone would be like, oh my God, Thelma and Louise, I love that movie. They've never seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> or are you going to name them after a video game, like Probably. Tally? Probably yeah. a video game. Okay. Or a movie or a show or whatever we're watching. Like yeah. Ash and Ripley? Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't name any of our dogs Ripley because Noelle, Terry's sister, mm. has an adorable uh, Rottweiler who she named Ripley already. Okay. What about Ash and Kane? I love them. You could do that. Ash and Dallas. Dallas. Ash and... Um, Xenomorph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, maybe. Maybe those. Oh, okay. Yeah, please assist me. I would greatly appreciate oh, it. Oh, I will. That's my only update. I'm really trying to twist Terry's brain into doing what I want. And I know what you guys are thinking, you who are listening. Doesn't Terry listen to this podcast? And the answer is yes, but not until like three months later. Yeah, yeah. He won't be listening to this until like March, April. Mm-hmm. Of uh, 23. And by so. then, we will probably already have the puppies, so. Okay, well, let's let's jump into the wheel spin. Let's get this show on the road, you know? Yeah, let's do it. Um, Now, this is Christmas, the Christmas episode, all about gifts. And so, as a gift to you, listener, we have a Christmas wheel. Um, Unfortunately, we didn't have enough jingles to put on it. In fact, we had zero jingles. So, it's just going to sound like a regular wheel. But every single wheel spin is pre-planned. Yeah, as a, as a Christmas theme. So, here we go. We love Let's you. Enjoy. Remember the video of the, the girl in the wheelchair? He was like, are you ready to jingle your bells? I think about it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then instead of like a dirty pornographic version plays. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Jingle. Jingle my Jingle cock. my suck of my. Tug on my balls. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Anyway, it is a Christmas themed fuck, marry, kill. And now the three options are already pre-planned. Huh? That's right. What? Fuck, marry, kill. The Grinch. And I'm assuming they mean Jim Carrey's Grinch. Okay. The Grinch, Paul Giamatti's Santa Claus. Ew. Or Robot Santa from the Santa Claus 2. Mm. You gotta you gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. I'm ready. Go. I'm gonna fuck robot Tim Allen. The robot, the robot Santa robot from the Santa, Santa Claus 2. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck him. Okay. Then I'm gonna marry Jim Carrey's the Grinch. Okay. Mm hmm I can handle all that hair. Sure. I handle it all the time on my own body. <laughs> stop <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm gonna kill paul giamatti santa claus okay but why because um you've absolutely ruined the image of him for me and so i will be murdering him on site and then deciding between the next two who i'm going to going to fuck and marry right and uh i stand by my choices okay okay so very similar but very different was me okay um fuck who am i gonna fuck it's gonna be paul giamatti as santa claus ew why okay because it's quick. You think one he, and done. He finishes quickly. Um, or do you think you would finish quickly? I think, regardless, I'll be very intoxicated. So maybe it goes, feels like it goes by a lot quicker, right? Okay. Okay. I don't know. Um, who am I going to marry? Obviously, I'm marrying the Grinch. Jim, Jim carries, carries the, the Grinch. Grinch mm -hmm. um, connects with me 
on so many levels. A very deep level. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I could absolutely handle that sexually. We're killing Robot Santa from the Santa Claus 2. And that's because he is so fucking creepy. I swear to God, little seven, eight year old Jake had terrible nightmares about Robot Santa Claus. And I will be fucking not fucking nor marrying him. I will be killing him. Creepy in like a sexy way though, right? No, creepy in like a he needs to die. I don't agree. That's Someone fair. with the stamina of a robot <laughs> lasts as long as his battery does. I'm in. Okay. In fact, okay. he's in. If I recall, his battery did last a long time. I remember that too. Mm -hmm. And now we move into the first story. Remember, topic, gift. Gift. When I heard gift, I thought of things that are given as gifts and then did a little researching as to what could possibly be given as a gift, but then immediately regretted. And that inspired me to look at toys that have been recalled. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Now, why did they recall toys? Well, Jacob, it's always for bad reasons, and terrible things seem to happen to children as a result. Okay. And we open with magnetics. That's magnetic spelled with an X at the end, not a CS. Oh, magnetics. Ticks. Yes. Okay. A popular building set from the mid-2000s. Were they small? They were very small, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Even smaller were the magnets glued to them. Glued? Glued. Oh, no. Yes. Magnetics became a parent's nightmare in 2007 when one child died. Oh, no. And 28 others suffered serious injuries after swallowing the magnets that had fallen out of the plastic pieces. Oh, no. Yes. Because, you see, magnetics don't lose their strength once they're inside your body. And if they... you swallow more than one, they will link together inside mm -hmm. of your bowels. And so they did. Well, see, mag magnets never lose their their charge. They never do. Oof. Yeah. So the manufacturer ultimately recalled some four million kits. Four million? Four million of them. Yeah. Whoa. Because apparently the magnets, the little magnets, were falling off of them a lot. Uh, I don't know the owner of that company, but uh, I'm assuming they don't exist anymore. Not sure. I didn't look into it. Unless it was like Hasbro or Mattel, in which case they have insurance that covered that shit. Yeah. They've but got like a legal team to withstand a lot. They just gave every family a million dollars and said, shh, be quiet. Fuck you. <laughs> Maybe if your kid died, you get five million or whatever. Sure. We move on now to one of the only toys I have on here that was recalled, not because it wasn't recalled actually officially, it was discontinued. And not because it was dangerous, but because it was deemed very inappropriate. Huh. Yeah. It was the Kaylee Sunshine doll. Why would the Kaylee Sunshine doll be inappropriate? Did it have like a vagina? No. It was produced by Showbiz Promotions and okay. immediately sparked outrage. Oh. Yes, because you see it was produced with the intention of honoring Kaylee Anthony, a young child who was supposedly murdered by her mother. Oh. In 2008. And the court case was heavily publicized in 2011. Oh, no. Showbiz Promotions released the Kaylee Sunshine doll as part of a ploy, allegedly, of course, to raise awareness and help stop similar murders from occurring. How? No one really bought that. <laughs> How do you stop that? They thought it was in poor taste. <laughs> so they didn't get very good publicity for putting out this doll, and they discontinued them very soon after. Wow. Yeah, whoa. Bad choice. A lot of bad calls. You know what? You know what's funny? What's is in, in choices like that mm. is one person thought it was a good idea 
but like a hundred people agreed. Right. You know? Yeah. Like that's what makes it so fucked up is yeah. that so many people were like, oh yeah, we're going to make fucking that's perfect. Bank. Great. Yeah. Let's do this. Uh-huh. You know, it doesn't matter if 10,000 people in the company company are like, oof, no, this isn't going to work. It doesn't matter. They mean nothing. Because if you get those 100 yeses, you got it. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Yes, yes. Rough. We move on now to Snack Time Cabbage Patch Doll. Snack Time? Snack Time. Did it, did it hold your snacks for you? No, no, no. Don't be silly. So kids could feed these dolls plastic carrots and french fries. Would they poop them out? I don't think so. Oh, okay. But you see... Uh-oh. If you now got, I'm following. If you got a little too close to the powerful mechanical jaws of the Cabbage Patch doll... Oh, no. It would chomp down on your fingers, fingers and hair. Ultimately, Mattel bit the bullet and they offered a $40 refund to some half a million owners and potential victims of what could have been a feeding frenzy. I don't think anyone... A feeding frenzy? <laughs> that is how the article put it. I don't think anyone was officially injured. Okay, but, but look, if my child's toy can draw blood, that's a problem. Yeah. And it sounds like that it did. It did. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> you say, you your child runs into your room with a bloody finger and you're like, oh my God, what happened? You're like, my cabbage patch doll bit me. <laughs> like, what do you do? <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> yes. We move on now to the CSI fingerprint examination kit. Okay. I wanted one so bad as a kid. Yeah. And I never got one, and I need you to tell me why. Well, the fingerprint powder contained two kinds of asbestos. Oh, shit. In fact, the powder was roughly 7% asbestos, which is more than enough to cause mesothelioma later in life, aka lung cancer. <gasps> Jessica, when are we going to hear the commercial? <laughs> Have you or a loved one owned the CSI fingerprint kit? <laughs> <laughs> you may be entitled to compensation. compensation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh there's a reason God. those disappeared really fast. Damn. Mm -hmm. I just thought they were so cool. They were always gone. They I were wanted super one, cool. Dude. Yeah, and they were always gone. Damn. <laughs> Asbestos. Yeah. That was a big deal then, too. Mm -hmm. I remember as a kid hearing like, oh, my God, like that was a that was huge. That was all over the news. Yeah. So I don't know what it is exactly about all these toy companies having a lot of confidence that children won't ingest the things they produce. <laughs> But they are way too confident. Yeah. And it, it at this point, it's naive. Ye oh, no. It, children will shove into their mouths. It's, absolutely. It sounds anything. like it was just a money grab at that point. It was it's way cheaper to cut this, you know, fake powder with asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm making these cupcakes as best as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, the Easy Bake Oven. Oh, really? Yeah, it's still around. Yeah. But that's because they made some changes. They probably use weaker light bulbs now. They don't use light bulbs at all anymore, actually. How do you bake then? Whatever light bulb they were using was able to heat the Easy Bake Oven to 350 degrees. Oh, 350 degrees? Can bake a chicken breast. Oh my God. Hasbro had to recall the Easy Bake Oven not once, but twice in 2007, after several children burned their fingers after getting them caught inside the miniature appliance. One girl even had to have part of her finger amputated. Oh my God. Yeah. See, I remember Brianna had an easy bake oven. I do remember that too. And that bitch would literally, with her little fucking light bulb in there, would bake us fucking cookies. Mind you, it took like four hours, but she would do it and we would eat her cookies and they were great. Mm-hmm. So wait, so how, how would it work now? Because the Easy Bake Oven, it honestly did bake. No, it really did. Yeah, that's what made, that's why it was so cool. But 
I so I because I'm only I only found complaints in 2007 and easy bake ovens obviously were around way before then. It makes me think that they came up with those really slow baking ones and that the complaint about those were that they baked really slowly. So they tried to speed it so up. So they tried to increase the rate of the baking but couldn't do that without increasing the heat and therefore injuring several children. The whole point of it baking slow was that it was safe. Right. Yeah, the 50s probably figured that out. <laughs> yeah, so now it's more of a, like, you know, the, I have that um, coffee mug heater? Yeah, like a hot plate. Yeah, sort of like that, but it doesn't go past a certain degree. Okay. The one I have, I think it doesn't go lower or higher than like 131, which is like an even number in Celsius because it's foreign. Sure. Um, that's about what they do. It's electric now as opposed to built like a small version of a regular oven. Huh. But can, and, they, can kids still bake in it? Yeah, it just still takes a long time. And it they, should. they That's probably the just they probably just guide the kids into baking things that don't have any raw products inside them. So you don't have oh. to bake them for at a high heat for as long. You're just warming up something that doesn't have any egg in it or anything like that anyway. You're like buying your croissants from Starbucks and heating saying them at you home. don't want them heated. Yeah. And then you're sticking them in your easy bake oven for thirty to fifty-five minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like that. We move on now to hoverboards. Oh, I remember that. Those motherfuckers bursted. They did. <laughs> they were a hot ticket item yeah. in uh, the 2015 holiday season. Uh-huh. And, you know, it didn't go so well for them. That's because the battery-powered devices tended to explode in flames when left charging for too long. Uh-huh. It did lead to the death of a three-year-old. <gasps> oh, my God. No way. A faulty board sparked a house fire in Pennsylvania and led to the death of a three-year-old boy. Oh, that's so sad. Or I'm sorry, just, just three-year-old. Three yeah, yeah. Oh boy my or girl. God. Either way. That's horrible. Terrible, awful. And um, there's a reason they were recalled. Well, yeah, that is a great reason. Um, but uh, the the hoverboards, the original company that made it, yeah. theirs didn't burst. Theirs didn't burst in flames. But theirs was like $500 for a hoverboard. The affordable All of though. the other companies were like, oh, shit, we can make that real quick. And they started selling them for like 100 or less. And those are the ones that the battery just could not sustain and yeah. they would catch on fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's insane. Mm -hmm. That was in our lifetime, dude. It was. You ever ride one? I never did. It was fun. It was fun. Danny fell. It's so funny. <laughs> um, I remember hearing her head oh, smack onto the sidewalk the so loud. That like it's it was like the loudest fucking echoing knock you could ever imagine. Ugh. Yeah, she cried. It was it was sad. Aww. But very funny. Poor Danny. And that memory has been sealed up in my brain. Up in your noggin. Yeah. Forever. Forever. Next up, lawn darts. Huh. Yes, weighted spikes flying through the sky. Sounds sure. like a wholesome family friendly yard game to me. Sounds like you would need to be sixteen or older to play. But they weren't. <laughs> Nineteen seventy was when uh, the then-called jarts, <laughs> jarts were banned just before reaching a deal with manufacturers to advertise them to children specifically. However, regardless of any manufacturing deals, some 6,000 kids went to the hospital in the 70s and 80s with related injuries, including three fatalities. Whoa. Yeah, and it was banned for good in 1988 as well as uh, a message was put out to the public to urge consumers to destroy anything that remained. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, if it's a lawn dart, like I'm imagining in my head, like those darts are massive. They're really big. Like if they if they pierce you, 
Like you, you must go to hospital. You cannot play who's the bitch with no. with a jart. Yeah, if you used a jart, someone would have ended ended up in the ER. Oh, someone would have been dead. <laughs> a jart; those fall a lot quicker than an arrow. They're a lot heavier, and <laughs> they are specifically sharpened. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've seen. I know what a lawn dart is. That's why that blew my mind. That kids were playing with them. Yeah, and six thousand of them ended up in the hospital. Next up, the swing wing. Oh, that sounds fun. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Well, the swing wing comes at us from the 1960s from a company called Transagram Games. Okay. Swing wings were originally marketed as being the hula hoop for the head. Oh. But you see, it wasn't a hoop at all. (laughs) It was a weighted ball attached to ribbons, and the ribbons were attached to a cap that would fit over the head of a child, and the cap would be held in place by a strap around the child's chin. The purpose of the ball attached to the ribbon was that the child would then swing their heads back and forth, making the weighted ball fly in circles around their head. If they keep their eyes forward. There's a little loop on top of the cap. Okay. That the ribbon is tied to. Okay. So it swings in a circle above your head like, mm, if it moves fast enough, it would look like the... Like a really large halo. Like the blades of a helicopter. Okay. Are kids hitting other kids? No. Swing wing was pulled from the market following a series of spinal injuries and deaths of children who were swing-winging far too hard. (laughs) They weren't pulled before a commercial was released, however. In this commercial, it is demonstrated how they intended swing-wing to be used and what they imagined children could be doing while they swing-wang. Okay. I'm going to play it for you. While they they swing-wang? It's a what? It's a swing wing. It's a wing wing. A brand new transgram fun thing. It's a what? It's a swing wing. Yeah. Wow. People saw that and thought, I'm going to buy that for my kids? Yeah, people saw that and thought, my child needs this. Whoa. I know. We move on to the Furby. The Furby? Yeah. Like like the Furby? Like the blinking bird-looking Furby man? The talking furry robot was originally released by Tiger Electronics in 1998. Right. It was very popular. I know. Increasingly I, I so. I believe you had I at did. least a few of them. I no. super wanted one. I actually still love them. They were very popular for the next three years after their release. Um, I should mention they overtook the popularity of Tickle Me Elmo, which was extremely popular and breaking records. It's a big deal. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, no, Furbies were a big deal. Well, at the peak of their popularity, Tiger Electronics sold over 40 million Furbies. Wow. Yeah. Furbies were originally marketed as the very first domestic robot with speaking capabilities. Yes. Basically the first at-home AI. Not necessarily an AI. No. More than likely like a VI. Maybe. But yes, I I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm not sure I understand the difference. But either way, it was represented that it was designed to learn different languages. To learn? To learn. Oh, that makes it an AI. They started Uh, out speaking inane gibberish, which the Furby company adorably called Furbish. uh, And they were programmed to learn English and other languages over time with their owners. From their owners, I should say. Right. Well, that's what makes it. That's the difference. A VI is a virtual intelligence. Mm -hmm. When they are created, everything that's uploaded into them is all they will ever be. Yeah. So, you, I mean, sure, you can upload a, a, a fuck ton of shit into them. They don't learn. Yeah. They have what they have. Yes. An artificial intelligence is given knowledge or and, and whatever, 
but they also pick things up on their own and, and start learning. solve problems. Yes. Yeah. Well, it did. Ah. Oh, yeah. The Furby was an AI? Very first, it sounds like. At least to be designed to take home to residential civilian homes. That sounds like some FBI, CIA type of shit. Because the NSA, did the NSA exist at that time? Yes, it did. And I'll have you know, not long after the holidays, that is three years after its release, headlines around the country began labeling the creature as a national security risk. In fact, Uh. the NSA is the one who demanded the recall, allegedly because it could record and save everything said in its presence. But there's no way that it could upload anything. Well, soon the Furby was banned by the NSA, the FAA, and the Naval Shipyard in Norfolk, Virginia. Whoa. And I have here an image, a newspaper article. Can you read the title and then the subtitle right underneath it? Yes. Spy agency bans Furbies. NSA says toys with recorders are not allowed at Fort Meade. So you tell me what that means. That sounds like a foreign intelligence (laughs) (laughs) infiltrated some toy company and implanted the Furby. Yes. To be a success. That way, this said foreign intelligence could be spying on Americans. Yes, sir. So that they could learn from Americans and what a normal American household is, and then they could send- Manipulate it. Their people to infiltrate. Possibly, yeah. It sounds least... very Cold War, but that was very post-Cold War, so- Exactly. Confusing, but- Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it. I mean, alleged. There was right. at least the risk of that, otherwise the reaction wouldn't have been so severe. I have only three things left on this list. They're not, they're not. And they're going to be very joyous, I'm sure. Maybe. Happy, happy recalls. These weren't necessarily recalled. They just inexplicably lost popularity over time. Like a pet rock? Maybe. The Gilbert Caster Kit. Gilbert, Gilbert was a toy company. And according to the description of the product, you simply cast your own little little toy soldiers and you painted them after they cooled. Oh, but you had to cast them yourself? You did, out of melted lead. (laughs) <laughs> Real, actual, poisonous, brain-damaging lead. Mm. Produced by Gilbert's Hall of Science product line in the 50s. And how many kids decided to consume this? Not sure. Couldn't find it. But a lot. Probably a lot. <laughs> then Gilbert produced something else in the 60s. Well, at least they changed. Did they? Did they? The U-238 lab. U-238? Yes. That sounds very bomby. Does it? It does. It gives the, give me bomb vibes. Well, it was another product in the name of science. Put forth by Gilbert in the 60s, like I said, it actually contained four types of active uranium ore. <gasps> no! Yeah, it did. It even came with its own little, like, Geiger calculator, and it clicked when they held it over the active uranium ore samples. Oh my god! They're just straight up giving these kids cancer? Yeah, why is my skin itchy and green? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> Mommy, I'm growing a third boob. <laughs> oh my God, that's terrible. It was pretty bad. Yeah, inexplicably, that wasn't popular after a few years. I really don't know why. I mean, I guess I wouldn't know why either. Honestly, it was the 50s and 60s. There was a lot of not super chill stuff going on with products in America at that time. But why were why were we selling uranium? I don't know. Why were we painting clocks with it? And not caring that people were ending up with cancer in, like, factories and stuff. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Right? Because we wanted our clocks to glow in the dark Why so that we could see. Why did they put radium in makeup that women put on their faces? Because they did. Because it made them pink or something? I it made know. them glow. 
hey, do you want makeup that glows in the dark? <laughs> but like, you won't live to see your grandchildren? Do and, we have the product for you? And they didn't. And they did. This is my last one. And it's one you may remember. A toy? Yeah, it's pretty recent. I know this toy? You may. Okay. Aqua dots? Yes. What do you picture? Um, you had like a like a pen of some sort and you used these little, I mean, aqua dots, right? Like these little like balls. They looked like they were filled with like gelatin or water or something. Maybe. Um, and you like created little art pieces with them. They, had, they were different color balls and you made little art pieces. Yes, aqua dots they were released by Spin Master Inc. in 2007. They were small, multi multicolored beads you could arrange in a design of your choosing. Mm -hmm. And oh, and then when you were done with the art, you could peel it off and it was like stuck together, stuck together. And you could like, I mean, you can make like necklaces and bracelets uh -huh. or you can make like wall art and yes. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Aquadots yes, yes, yes. came with like little guides. You could use the beads to make a little, you know, zoo animal image, a zebra or a lion or yeah. a giraffe or something. Those were dope as shit. I remember watching those infomercials and being like very interested, even though like I really don't like art. They were super cute. And I can't see colors. Yes. So like, why was I interested? I don't know, but I was. Not sure, but they were adorable. So the beads were just beads and sure. you would arrange them in the design you chose, spritz with a little bit of water and then they stuck together and that was it. Yeah. Super cute. But the beads were coated in a chemical called GHB, which stands for gamma hydroxybutyrate. Doesn't sound good. Gamma hydroxybutyrate is also known as the date rape drug. They were selling roofies? A little boy in Arizona swallowed some of the beads and began vomiting, badly enough that paramedics airlifted him to the nearest medical center, where he stopped breathing and fell into a coma. Whoa. Thankfully, he emerged from the hospital, but he did have permanent injuries and brain damage. Four months later, the manufacturer, Spin Master Inc., and its Canadian sister company pulled Aquadots from the shelves after two other toddlers swallowed beads and went into comas themselves. Luckily, those two recovered with no permanent injury. The recall was of an estimated 4.2 million units that had been sold over the course of a year, April from... I don't know, whenever this recall took place. And they sold between $17 and $30 per unit. That's not that bad. The box did warn of ingestion hazards. What was the what was the age restriction? Five years old and up? I wouldn't trust a five-year-old. Why? Because five-year-olds are retarded, Jessica. Five-year-olds don't know how to handle date rape drugs? I don't understand, Jacob. <laughs> okay, when you put it like that. Like I said, the box did warn of ingestion hazards. The kind of stuff I'm imagining you would warn of small beads. Hey, these beads are small and colorful. Your child might want to swallow them. But it didn't warn at all about any untoward chemicals. That should be a warning, probably. It absolutely should be. Like, hey, these toys are cute, but kind of date rapey. Literally date rapey. Yeah. The parents of the first boy sued in federal court, obviously. And they sued both Spin Master uh, firms, American and Canadian, as well as Toys R Us Inc., which is where they bought it. Oh, uh, is, see, is that fair? Do you blame the store? I mean, listen, I don't know anything about inspecting toys, but I feel like maybe that's something you would have noticed if you did not that much work. I don't know. I What does it require even? If I owned a store, let's just say I owned Smarget and <laughs> my Smarget stores, we were like, hey, we need toys for our toy aisle. And, you know, Smattel was like, we have this awesome toy for you. And I was like, that looks awesome. You can sell it here for a cost. Should I be at fault? Should Smarget 
be at fault? As far as like for like, Smattel's, I don't think Toys R Us should be responsible. I don't think so either. We had mentioned this earlier. We're mentioning it again. It takes one person to think this is a good idea, but then a hundred people have to sign off on it. Right. A hundred people saw that these toys have crazy chemicals, and they were like, "It's fine." But maybe they didn't see. Maybe they didn't that read. They had crazy chemicals. Maybe they didn't read it. Maybe it wasn't announced. Still like, what do you mean? What I'm saying is I have no idea how that works. I guarantee you they saw it. You think that Spin Master had a meeting with Toys R Us? No. I think 100 people at Spin Master had a 30-page packet front and back in front of them that explained everything about this toy. And I think they just flipped to the last page and signed it. And, you know, even if 70% approves it or whatever, they should still be at fault. Well, that's not what they said in court. Did they win? Don't do that. They didn't. Okay. I was like, dude, that's terrible. So it's not it's not super common for a majority of lawsuits from individuals to large corporations to actually reach trial. Usually like a, they're dismissed. Like a class and action? No, no, no. Like individuals. One person or one family or one small entity. It doesn't reach unless it's a class action type of thing. Kinda. Okay. And this affected three families. So three children were were date raped to comas. Yeah, into comas. Yeah. Two of them ended up okay at the end of it. Luckily, one did not though. Right. And so that one family took them to court over it and it did reach trial. That's okay, not good. common. But the reason it happened is because they must have found a really good lawyer. Good so, for them. I, I mean, you're right, like, right. Luckily they did. Luckily they did. Because this is a large corporation. Um, the lawsuit claimed... So the lawyer they managed to snag claimed, at least, that the manufacturers saved almost $7,000 for every metric ton of their product by switching the chemical to the date rape drug, or GHB, from another safer but more expensive chemical. Oh, those fuckers. Yeah. That's fucked up. It super is. You could have just charged an extra four ninety eight for your product. Could have. Everyone would have paid it. They didn't. That's fucked up. <laughs> so the manufacturing company, Spin Master, was accused as the one most responsible. As they should be. Yeah. But it took eight years for this trial to finish. Oh, I fucking hate that. Yeah. Because they obviously denied it. Right. In fact, their argument was that they had nothing to do with it, that they had no idea what chemical was inside it, and no control over what chemical was inside it. That they outsourced to a distribution company in Australia called Moose Limited or Moose Corporate or something like that. And that Moose, the Australian company, outsourced to China to actually build and put the toy together. That it went through several hands before it ended up at Spin Master, who then distributed it to Toys R Us and other toy companies. But every company with every product produces paperwork explaining every single thing they did, and they send it to the next one. They copy-paste and then add what they did, and then copy-paste yeah. it and add that packet to the next one, which means that the American company was lazy as shit yeah. and didn't want to read the probably 200-page document explaining what went into this The product. fact that this took eight years when three little kids ended up in comas Gross. over it and that it was verified GHB. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Like, that wasn't a question. Yeah. It was the date rape drug. Like, that that was a verified fact. Everyone knew that. That wasn't disputed either. So the fact that it was that and that it took eight years for it to actually conclude and for the parents to be the winners at the end. They didn't win that much, by the way. I doubt they did. Either way, it took eight years for it to happen. 
tells me that it got very convoluted. All I saw when I, cause I found this on like a list of stuff, you know, I, I decided to do a search for like toys that were recalled and the worst ones and that sort of stuff. So I filtered out the stuff that was pretty obvious and the stuff, by the way, that I feel like wasn't that big of a deal. Like people were like, did you know you can injure yourself on a trampoline? Yeah. Like, it's a fucking trampoline. No shit. Like if you're going to jump up and down on something with springs attached to it, like you should understand the If risks. I want to go to a fucking trampoline joint, right? That has like a warehouse full of like a hundred trampolines. Do you know how many legal fucking documents you have to sign before you can jump? Yeah. So, and then there were other things like obvious things. Like, did you know that fidget spinners aren't made expensively? Did you know that they were made cheaply? They're like a buck 99. I know. <laughs> Do I think that they spent all sorts of money on this product? No. They were like, did you know if you drop them, the little weighted pieces fall out of the big holes? I'm like, yeah, I knew that. They were like, did you know a child could swallow them? Sure. The pieces that are like that big. Smaller. No, they're that big. I saw it. No, they're smaller. For a fidget spinner? Yeah. It's smaller. Either Guaranteed. way. Guaranteed. They're like, they're not BB sized, but they're like half a marble sized. Not the ones I saw. The ones what? that they were complaining about were the ones that were that big. A quarter. Like the size of a quarter, but like 10 times heavier. Okay, look, if my fucking child is swallowing fucking quarter sized balls... Like I fucked up somewhere. No, that's kind of like it gets to a point where like I understand children are stupid and you can't watch them 24 seven. You cannot be standing in front of your child every second of the day right. to make sure they don't fuck up. It's a child. It's going to fuck up mm -hmm. a thousand times mm -hmm. e like weekly. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So like, am I surprised that a heavy fucking piece of metal fell off of a fidget spinner and some six year old thought it might be funny to swallow it? I'm not surprised by that at all. No. And that didn't make it on the that list. That actually adds up. It didn't make it on the list for that Good. reason. I thought that was lame. That is lame. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this did though. Because you coated a children's toy. Oh my God. In fucking toxic chemicals. In GHB. That Literally they, to save a couple of bucks. They decided in order to save money to switch to this chemical instead of a safe one. Or just a fucking different one. I really don't know. Either way. This is why everyone hates suits, Jessica. <laughs> this is why everyone hates suits. Yeah. Yeah. Lawyers, corporations, so, we hate them all because they just are about saving pennies. It took eight years for them to actually finish the trial off. And the jury was told to do their best after eight years. How? To decide by percentage who had the blame. And it ended up being like, I don't know, 30% to this company and 15% to this one and 50% to that one. And that was what determined how much money they had to fork over. That's disgusting. It it got really ugly. Yeah. That's gross. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's break time now. Yes, it is. That's good. I have to pee again. Again? Again. No one knows this probably because we're such great editors, we're but you've so already fantastic. peed like three times. I know, dude. I got to pee again. Oh my God. I've been peeing at work so often. Are you pregnant? Maybe. Dude, did you know that here in Tyler, uh -huh. Tyler, Texas, yeah. we have a genuine speakeasy? I did know that, actually. I sent you the article about it. Yeah, you sent me the article when it was being created, but did you know that it's open? Not surprised. Yeah. So before you sent me the article, dumb bitch, I had already heard about it, Um, but it's open now. It's called The Played Rabbit. Played? Played Rabbit. Um, Their whole thing is like Alice in Wonderland themed. I don't know how long 
this password is going to be like legitimate because apparently they're going to be changing their passwords very consistently. Okay. But as of right now, their passwords are like only being sent out like through word of mouth, <laughs> which is dope as shit. And right now the password is curiouser and curiouser. Oh, that's from something. Yeah. Through the looking glass. Alice in Wonderland. Basically, you have to walk into a specific restaurant here in Tyler and you have to say a password to the hostess. And apparently if you don't say the password, she will tell you to straight up fuck off. That's kind of cool. Right? I love that. So you have to say the password. She will guide you back into the restaurant, through the kitchen, into a janitor's closet where there's a secret door that leads to the speakeasy. Cool. And I was like, dude, that's fucking dope. And I know of a few people who have gone and have said that like the look is so exactly what you would expect. Like it's, it's perfect. We need to go then. We need to go. Yes. It's going to be pricey. Don't get me wrong. 12 to $20 for a cocktail somewhere in there. Okay. But these cocktails look amazing. And I will show you them when I next see people post it on their story. Okay. Because that's the only way. You can't see anything unless someone fucking posts it on social media. Like it is, it is such a word of mouth type of place. I don't know how the fuck they're going to stay in business. Except for the fact that I love them so much and I want to go so bad and I will drop every penny I have. Why don't we go on your birthday or something? Fuck that. Let's go sooner. Let's go tomorrow. I can't. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm really busy. Let's go. I'm swamped. So have you heard of? Uh... Yes. That's the podcast with Trixie Mattel and Katya. Yeah. So um, Albert and Luke were over Mm -hmm. and... I was like, oh, like, have you ever seen, um, and I was like, <laughs> mm, no. And, uh, we watched one of the more recent ones and it was fucking hilarious. It's really funny. I was dying. Very, very, uh, happy to have seen it. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. Trixie Mattel and Katya, I forget. It's like Zora fucking Kova or something Russian sounding, but, um, they're both drag queens and mm-hmm. comedians as well. They're hilarious. Yeah. They killed it. Um, like their banter was funny, but then like their edits were so stupid <laughs> that it really just made it even better. It was great. Highly recommend it. Um, you spell that, uh, just sound it out. Um, <laughs> spell it. Can you spell it? Yeah, I've got it right here. I follow them. U-N-H-H-H-H, the podcast. Yeah. God, keep it down. No one needs to clear their throat as much as you do. I need to because I went to this stupid fucking wedding where like everyone was fucking coughing into each other's drinks, apparently. Um, funny that you say that. I have a screenshot to share. We posted the first episode and of course people immediately listened. They were just just lining up to listen on their phones and listen to this. This man, Blair, says, I've caught up on all my regular podcasts, so I'm checking this one out. You two are entertaining. Thank you, Blair. For the record, I didn't get COVID at your wedding. (laughs) That's right, because right after my wedding, he went to Jamaica. So he probably got COVID from there. Uh, He also said, also, the chickens in the Keys became an issue after they outlawed cockfighting in the 70s. Oh. So that's why they're everywhere. They're not fighting each other anymore. They're not fighting anymore. Mm -mm. Peace. Peace and love is what those cocks feel. That's all the cocks want, really. Just a little love. Just a little love. (coughs) 
they re- you responded to a message he sent us on Facebook that I didn't even notice. Did I? Yeah. Right before your wedding, he was like, hey, maybe try this. And it was vagina beer. Yes. <gasps> I vaguely recall this. I must have been intoxicated. Yeah, he brought it up to me at church and I was like, I never saw that. And he was like, well, someone responded. And it was vagina beer. I can't see it now, but. Because they use the yeast from a vagina to make the beer. Yeah. Someone genius, did. number someone one. Did. Number two, disgusting. Is it? I would say number one, disgusting. Number two, genius. I feel like mine, my vagina beer would be a, like super frothy. It'd be like an IPA, dude. It'd be the worst. It'd be like fucking like, oh, this yeast was aged for 12 years. Dense. <laughs> It'd be dense and murky. Wow. This IPA feels very thick. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for the break we're all done mm-hmm. and it's time to spin the wheel um i don't remember who spun it last so i'm, I'm gonna spin it just oh, i'm so sorry were you gonna oh no i'm embarrassed were you gonna spin that i was gonna spin that whoa you stole it from me sorry whatever um who would be your ghost of christmas past present and future i did a quick little search yeah the ghost of christmas past would be like a nostalgic figure that shows you all the things you miss and regret. Okay. Then the ghost of Christmas present would be like a sort of like happy figure, you know, shows you all the things that you should be doing but aren't. Okay. And the ghost of Christmas future is like this shrouded, mysterious, creepy person that Mm -hmm. shows you um, the worst case scenario you have to look forward to. Okay. I got mine. You're already, you just got it? I just got it. Got it right here. Right up in my brain. Okay, go for it. Um, So my ghost of Christmas past would be Macaulay Culkin. Oh, <laughs> nostalgia. Yes. Um, My ghost of Christmas present, Robert Downey Jr. Okay. okay. Are we going to get explanations for these eventually? Oh, well, uh, Macaulay Culkin was because I imagined like Home Alone. Yeah. And so like while the past would be fun, he's also like a fucking prick, you know? Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, Christmas present being Robert Downey Jr. Because like, you know, he's cool <laughs> and like really in right now. He is. He's super in. Um, and then my my phantom, my your, ghost of Christmas scary, future. scary, mysterious future. Yes. Um, you said shrouded in robes. <laughs> and I just imagined like this creepy, scary, dark phantom creature like removes the robe or the, the, hood, the hood, the hood from his, his robe. And it's Mick Jagger. And I'm just terrified. Because he looks like death now? <laughs> yeah, Mick Jagger is basically death. Yeah, just like, just, oh, just wrinkly and this shit and gross. And that he'll be all like, oh, like, this is because your podcast was such a major, incredible success and you let it go to your head and, and you know, you spent all your money on like fucking tans and <laughs> designer drugs. And I was like, oh, no, Mick Jagger, stop. Mick Jagger, no. Yeah. Okay. See, I thought you were going to say something different. Like, it would look like, like, Snooky when her hair was the biggest? No, 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 no. That's uh, that's scary, but it's also still funny. Okay. Uh, Mc, Mc Jagger is just scary. He just frightens he you. He is just terrifying. He represents your worst case scenario. Yes. Because all, all my worst fears wrapped in one. Because that's all he spent his life doing was buying designer like, drugs oh my God. and getting tans. I'm going to be old and wrinkly and still wear eyeliner when I'm 90. <laughs> Her, that's horrific. Okay. Okay. So my ghost of Christmas past, my nostalgic figure... I think would be Tim Allen. Okay. Because I love him. Sure. He gives me nice comforted feelings and he would show me all the things that I miss and all the things I regret not doing. 
but he'd be so like kind about it, you know? Oh yeah. And then my ghost of Christmas present would probably be Danny McBride. Okay. Like it'd be a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Be like, why the fuck don't you do this? I'm sitting right fucking there. Yeah. You could go and you could play video games online. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Like You don't even play your video games online. Jesus H. Jesus H. (laughs) And then my scary shrouded ghost of Christmas future. My worst case scenario is, you know, getting 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 drunk on my inevitable fame. Uh, because we're obviously on the rise to greatness. Yes. You know? Yes, of course. And we're on the verge of becoming America's top digital celebrities. Yes. Yes. We will surpass Joe Rogan eventually. You think so? Yes. Okay. Um, so I think my my ghost of Christmas future would be someone who uh, has also gotten drunk off of mediocre internet fame. Paris Hilton. No, no. It's going to be um, my my scary... Shrouded ghost of Christmas future would be like a Siamese twin of Jake and Logan Paul. Ew. Like a, like fucking, like an Etten. It's like a weird dysmorphed body with two heads sticking out the top. Mm -hmm. But they're wearing like a scary ripped up like fucking cloak and shit. And then they show me like, you know, look, you were tagged by fucking PewDiePie. Selena Gomez. Yeah. You know, hashtag plop tits and you did (laughs) 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 what have you done you've ruined your life or something like that (laughs) the day that you get pewdiepie to say plopped tits (laughs) will actually be the best day of our life plop your tits out (laughs) (laughs) and you do and you do (laughs) okay that's solid that's my worst case scenario yeah that's where i hope i don't end up yeah, solid. Well, I, I also hope that I don't end up as Mick Jagger, you know? Yeah. That's scary. Frightening. See, I you know what would be even worse, honestly? Ozzy Osbourne? That's exactly what I was thinking. Look at my paper. Look at my paper. No way. Look at my paper right now. Look at the bottom. Mick Jagger or Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. I also, for my, uh, the Ghost of Christmas Pass, it was either going to be Macaulay Culkin or Ash Ketchum from uh, Pokemon. From Pokemon. Yeah. That'd but, be cute. But no, I went with Macaulay. Also, I figured, you know, if I'm going to have a ghost of Christmas future, I should at least be able to understand said ghost, and I wouldn't be able to understand Ozzy. You just wouldn't understand anything. <laughs> just, like, it's like, oh, fuck. He just mumbles innate, like, inanely at you. and I would just smile and nod. Every now and then there's, like, a, like, grunt. Yeah, and that's when I, I stop po- smiling. He grunts and he points. Mm-hmm. Look at that. <laughs> Look over there. <laughs> <laughs> points at me now, and I'm like, oh, me? We're, we're talking about me, you know? <laughs> That'd be, honestly, really terrifying. Like, he's in control of the situation. You have to do whatever he tells you to do in order to get out of it. But you can't understand can't him. can't understand a word <laughs> that he's saying. <laughs> uh, okay. So, it is my turn for gift. And I looked up four stories. Well, I looked up a lot of stories. But I chose four that have to do with a gift. Okay? Mm-hmm. These are news articles. And then I thought it would be fun. Um, now, I did skim them and made sure that they actually will be fun. But I don't know the exact details. So, this might be fun. Yeah, this is this is your gift to us. Gift, it's a gift to you. It could be a gift to me. Now it could be a good gift or a bad gift. You know, it's like white elephant. You don't know what it's gonna be. Mm. So it's kind of fun. Um, let's see. Do we start? We're gonna start on the on a little more of a humorous side. Oh, okay. I thought you didn't know what was in the box. I have no idea what's in the box, but okay. I can see the wrapping paper of the said box. Okay. So here we go. Parents call daughter childish for refusing to come home unless she gets a Christmas gift. That makes sense. Okay, so... So she's um, basically, 
she's not coming home unless they get her a present. Yes. But how old is she? She is 19 years old. Yeah, that, that um, is childish. And apparently she was very upset because her parents gave or uh, she accused her parents of giving her 17 year old sister more gifts. Yeah. Um. So this was on Reddit on the uh, am I an asshole? R oh, slash no. am I an asshole? Mm -hmm. So apparently quote says, I wouldn't say she got in the way of me or our brother, who's 23, getting anything, but it was always really obvious who got more. Um, apparently her, her parents wanted a very low stress Christmas. Okay. That was in quotes, like low stress. And this means that no gifting, no gifts this year. We're yeah. just going to hang out for Christmas and be a family. Yeah. And she had agreed to this, but she apparently became very furious when she found out that everyone still had to get a gift for her her sister, her 17-year-old sister. Because she's still legally a child. Still a child. Um, her parents had argued that she's still a baby. She's 17, who lives at home. And um, the the poster, the 19-year-old, the was already an adult. She'd already moved out. She doesn't live home at home anymore. Okay. So she says, and this is a quote, I called them back and told them that I won't come home for Christmas unless I get a gift. It doesn't have to to even be a fraction of what they spent on my sister. It could be literally the smallest thing. I just want one gift. Her parents dismissed her request and said that she was childish and that her and her roommates are all immature. <laughs> <laughs> Big oof. Um, so some people actually said that her parents were definitely in the wrong. Yeah, I, I don't agree. They said, don't keep setting yourself up to get hurt because your parents obviously favor your sister. She's a child. She's not... You know, living out of the house, supporting herself at this point. Jess, there's another another poster says she's 17. She's not a baby. She's the golden child. Oh, my God. Yes. They completely missed the point of your request. It's not about you getting a gift. It's about the unfairness of the situation. Oh, my God. No way. That's right. Reddit was on her side. She was not. Ooh. She was found not the asshole. Oh, I'm so disappointed in you, Reddit. <laughs> what a baby. Yes. Um. So this next one, um, we're going... Like funny to like less funny. Oh, okay. That was funny, right? A, a, a bit cringe. Sure. To say the least, but funny. By the way, this this article was from uh, December of 2022. Oh, no. Yes, this just happened. Wow. Okay. Now, this story is from December of 2014, so a little older. This is the inside story of how an Idaho toddler shot his mom at Walmart. <gasps> oh, my God. Yes. So Veronica Rutledge and her husband allegedly loved guns and had many of them. Mm -hmm. They would uh, go to shooting ranges. They hunted. Um, both of their relatives and friends said that they were very enthusiastic about it. They both had concealed carry permits and concealed carry firearms the whole the whole night. Right. They sound very responsible. Um, now, Veronica typically um, would leave her home with her gun at her side like in her, like a holster or something. Um, but on Christmas, right, this is this was uh, after Christmas. Okay. Uh, in 2014. But on Christmas, her husband actually gifted her a purse. Well, just a regular purse. It was a gun purse. Oh, it was her own gun. Yes. So there was a gun purse. And so what that means is that they have a little, special little pocket for you to slip your gun in and it's nice and snug and secure. That's kind of cool. But not, yeah. Um... And so the day after Christmas, she decided to get her purse, put her gun in it, and she went with her husband and her two-year-old son to Walmart. Now- She left the purse in the, the basket with her son? Is that what happened? Um, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Sounds like that's what happened. Anyway, so 
this is the um, closest idea that we can formulate as to what happened. Mm -hmm. um, so Veronica was 29, okay, when they got to Walmart. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> apparently she was there with her three nieces and her son. And she had her the gun. The two-year-old. Yes, her two-year-old. She had she had her gun um, in her purse that was like zipped closed, right? Now, apparently when they were in the back of the store near like the electronics section, um, she had left her purse in the cart and went to look for something or whatever. Oof. And during this time, the two-year-old boy who was probably sitting in the cart reached into the purse, unzipped the compartment that held the gun, mm -hmm. found the gun, took the gun out, pointed it at his mother and pulled the trigger and shot her in the head. <gasps> no! Oh no! Yes. So her husband went to Walmart, um, like rushed over, right? Shit's going down. Apparently he wasn't with her. Um, he, he had to he get- He got like got a call or something? No, I think they, I think they just didn't go at the same time. Like okay. they, they all drove together to like family's house for Christmas or whatever. And then she took her nieces and her son to Walmart while maybe the dudes were, I don't know, smoking cigars or some shit. Okay. Dude anyway, things. Doing, yeah, doing dude things. So he had to rush to, you know, Walmart for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's essentially where the, the story ends. There's really, you know, you can't charge a two-year-old with manslaughter. Of course not. But so, at the same time. You can't, it, you can't it, charge Veronica with negligence because she's dead. She died then? She died. She, oh my God. She died a horrible, bloody death in the Walmart. It was probably quick and swift. Her son was probably a great shot. Apparently. Um, the father's father, the grandfather, said in a quote, said, my son is terrible. He has a two-year-old boy right now who doesn't know where his mom is and he'll have to explain why his mom isn't coming home. And then later on in his life, as he questions it more, he'll again have to explain what happened. So we'll have to relive this several times over. And obviously now this kid is going to grow up knowing that he shot his own mom in the head. Oh my God, that's so terrible. And his cousins witnessed it. Oof. Yeah, looks pretty bad. Pretty. That is awful. Pretty bad. Well, moving on. Okay. Wow, Jacob, that was one, really fucking bleak. Another one that's slightly less funny. Man kills ex after luring her out with Christmas gifts for kids. Um. Yes. For her kids? Uh, I'm assuming so. Oof. So in uh, PA, that's Pennsylvania? Yes. Okay. In Pennsylvania, and this is uh, does not have a date, so could have been whatever, you know? Maybe it just happened. Maybe it happened years ago. I don't know. Okay. Let's uh, let's yell at the Associated Press for not having dates on their articles. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so a man who had shot and killed his estranged wife um, and then himself apparently had lured her outside of her job at Penn State Satellite Campus, and he told her that he had Christmas gifts for her children, for their children. Now, state police lieutenant said that Leslie was 49, uh, was on her break on her Wednesday shift at the campus cafeteria. Oh, okay. So she was learning staff. more. She was staff. Um, um, so William uh, pulled up in his own SUV and approached her. Um, apparently, they had a brief conversation from what uh, witnesses had said until William pulled out a gun and fired multiple rounds Ugh. into Kelly. Kelly fell to the ground, and as she did, William turned the gun on himself and fired. Now, police had said that we're getting indications that there was domestic issues, child support issues. We're also getting information that he was harassing her. Didn't look good. Didn't look good. Um, two students and a custodian witnessed the whole event. You know, that sucks. Yeah. Police had found that they together had one adult child, and they shared custody of two younger children. Aww. Who are now staying with family members. Uh, the school had to alert like a, you know, active shooter thing. 
Yeah. Because, so. I mean, you, there's no, you can't verify. Three people haven't given statements yet. You don't know that it was him who shot her. Yeah. So this himself. became very, very, very big news very quickly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Very sad. Maybe that wasn't as bad as the kid shooting his mom in the Walmart, though. I mean, n- no, it's not. But it it's still pretty fucking bad, Jake. Yeah. Well, now we're on to the last one. And I've saved this one for last because the headline just sounds wild. Okay. This is uh, in 2011. Oh, that's the year I got married. Oh, wonderful. Man propped slain wife on couch, then had kids open Christmas gifts in front of body. <gasps> no. Yes, that's correct. Oh, that's cool. His name is William Wallace. I, okay. I mean. Cool name, not cool <laughs> circumstances. Yeah, wasn't that Mel Gibson's character? In a, that's a real historical figure. Oh, yeah, he's a real dude. So is this guy. Um, so prosecutors said that a California man had allegedly killed his wife, propped her up Christmas morning, and had his kids uh, open their gifts in front of their mother's body. Now, this was in oh Anaheim. Oh, my God. <laughs> this was in Anaheim. Anaheim? <laughs> Anaheim, California. Oh, no. Uh, he was charged in 2011, killing his wife. Her name was Zazelle. Mm-hmm. She was 26. Um, and apparently, they had a very, very, very violent argument on Christmas Eve. The night before. The night before, and they believe that is when he killed her. So according to the Orange County Register, um, during his trial, prosecutors claimed that on Christmas morning, he had placed his now dead deceased wife's body on the sofa with sunglasses on and then had his kids come out for Christmas morning to open all their gifts. Um, And he had told his children that mommy got drunk and ruined Christmas. Uh, yes. So how old were the kids? Glad you asked. Um, impressionable to say the least. There were, uh, two daughters, one eight and one three. No. They also had a seven week old newborn. Oh my God. Yes. So Uh. his now deceased wife, um, Zizel, she was studying to become a domestic violence counselor telling, right? As to what kind of made her want to do that. Some experiences to share is probably why she decided to go for that based off of, you know, the circumstances we're learning of now. Yes. So apparently Wallace's attorney, um, William Wallace's attorney had tried to claim that the whole thing was not true. He was being accused of something that was not his fault, that Zazelle got drunk and fell on a glass table and hit her head. So he pushed her. Oh, yeah. He shoved her and she died, but that wasn't his intention. Yeah. He wanted to beat the shit out of her. He didn't want to kill her. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of people had testified that this was a relationship filled with nothing but arguing and yelling. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also love in this relationship. Sounds like it. You know, putting your wife's corpse on yeah. the couch and then saying that she got drunk and ruined Christmas. Well, he didn't want to his he didn't want to ruin Christmas for his children by just, telling them that Yeah, just because their mom ruined his Christmas doesn't mean that she had to ruin their Christmas. Right. So, I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Right. Um and really he's just he's looking out for the kids. Yeah, and so I don't know what he is doing now. I'm not positive on what the uh the findings were in this court case. We will google that post haste, but He was facing first-degree murder charges and had a million-dollar bail arrested Christmas Day. First degree, whoa. First-degree murder. So they don't think this is is because of an argument. That would be second degree, so... They think he planned on doing this. I believe that's what prosecutors are pushing for. My goodness. 
And what year was that? That was 2011, 2011. You said? Okay, that's plenty of time. <clears throat> Here we go. William Wallace of Anaheim convicted for killing wife on Christmas, 2011. Let's see. First degree murder charge? <clears throat> Charged or sentenced for first degree murder? Does not say what the type of charge was. It says Wallace was indicted by a grand jury in 2012 for one felony count of murder, right, in the killing of 26-year-old Zizel. And he was found guilty on June 4th of the same year and was sentenced to 15 to life. I mean, if it was first, that'd be max, wouldn't it? That is max, apparently, in California. So then it absolutely could have been first degree. Apparently. My God. That's fucking terrible. See, I almost talked a bunch of shit just now and said, wow, Jake, thanks for cheering us all up. But then I talked about a bunch of kids dying and like getting brain damage and stuff. So I didn't talk about any kids dying. No kids died. No, I know. All I'm saying is I had to hold back from talking shit because, you know, there wouldn't have been any truth to it. I also, you know, kind of killed the holiday buzz. Yeah. By talking about, you know, loads of child injuries. You did. You talked about a lot of children dying. And like getting like, like one had like a finger amputated and one oh, ended I, up with I forgot damage. about the amputation, but yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. you did have that. Asbestos and fucking date rape drug beads and <laughs> all <laughs> that stuff. Date rape art. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that, uh, that was yes. it. What a, what a great Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope you all have enjoyed these stories and yeah. I hope. I do hope you're all having a more wonderful holiday season than the people we talked about in this episode. Yeah, most of them did not have a good holiday season. Sounds um, like a lot of bad holiday seasons. Yeah. Except, yeah. you know. Except I mean, for the, the one, the no, no, bitch no. who was like all like, uh. I would argue maybe she had the worst holiday season. You know what? I'm glad that you said it. I thought it, but I'm glad you said it. Because she's just being treated really unfairly. Yeah, her family clearly has their favorite golden child and it's not her. They obviously don't love her at all. They don't. They don't. They don't love her. You know, what's worse? All this other stuff or having your parents not want to buy you anything for Christmas. <laughs> all this other stuff. Yeah, you know. Murders. <laughs> <laughs> People straight up getting shot or you're, you know, living out of the house so your parents didn't want to get you a gift on what they already explained was a budget Christmas for them. Yeah. I know. I know what I would choose. <clears throat> it would be my parents saying that they were too fucking poor to love me. That's That would be my worst Christmas scenario. That would be... That'd be Christmas future. Be terrified. That would be your worst case. And that's what it'd be horrible. That's what Mick Jagger would show you. Yeah. He would show me a Christmas where I, I I don't give a gift. I don't get any gifts, but I still have to give a gift to Justine. Yeah. To a stupid bitch of a sister. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, um, since you spun the wheel for the second time, I'm going to spin the wheel this time. I saw you move. trying to keep you on your toes it's my fucking my fucking wheel all right you must star in a lifetime christmas movie what is it called and which c-list celebrity is your co-host co-host it's a reality show oh i said co-host it says co-star oh i see co-star i read that wrong okay so it's going to be one of those like really cheesy hallmark romances yes uh well lifetime lifetime oh so then it could be it could be like a terrible crime also Lifetime does maybe. that. Yeah, maybe it's like a, a Christmas crime. Like Lifetime a, television for women. Like a, maybe it's a love story, but then it ends with your child uh, shooting your wife in the head at Walmart. Mm, that doesn't sound very lifetimey. I know because mom was super into it growing up. It sounds like the more likely scenario 
would be like you fall in love and marry someone and they're perfect in every way. And then you get married and you find out that that isn't their real name. And they're like a serial killer on the lamb. Oh, Okay, well, let's do let's just switch it to Hallmark then. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, you're going to have to think of the parameters of your your cheesy romantic comedy. And if you if I recall anything about these movies, I know that the title is always gives away like basically what the entire movie is about. So you have to think about that. What would be your title and then your C-list celebrity co-star? Well, my romantic comedy plot. Okay. Okay. Podcast host from Texas comes from small beginnings and then makes it into the the great big competitive world of YouTube content creation. Yes. And comes face to face with her biggest competition and true love. Okay. Markiplier. Who's who's Markiplier? <laughs> oh, I recognize him. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's that's your guy? That's the guy that's your true love? My YouTube videos are just fucking taking off because I'm so adorable and hilarious. And Markiplier is also loved for being really hilarious. And so we're, you know, competing and, and you know, posting videos and like fighting over the same audience only to find that the best content we create is the content we create together. Ew. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a Hallmark Ew. romantic comedy though? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Or the, uh, the fucking daily dose of internet guy the kids love. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is your daily dose of internet. This cat learned how to shovel cards. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a shark with a scratch on his back. <laughs> you get the idea. All right. Yeah. Now, what's your no, I'm following. What's your Hallmark movie? OK, so um, you went for a romantic comedy. I did. Mine's like a romantic like drama. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So a big city living, not small town living. Oh, okay. This is a big city. Okay. And there's a man and he has a family, but see, man is an alcoholic. Oh my God. Yes. I am playing man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I, I am just crazy. He's just a terrible, terrible alcoholic. And, uh, and he ruins Christmas. Oh no. Yes, that's correct. And now he is getting divorced from his wife and he has to go to AA, Alcoholics Anonymous. I remember what it means. Where he meets Stacy. I'm assuming her name's Stacy or something sure. like that, right? Something, yeah. something really like lame. Yeah. Stacy. That sure. works. Yeah, okay. Um, who will be played by? It has to be realistic. Realistic. Hallmark co-star. Like C-list celebrity. What about the gamer girl bathwater chick? Delphine. Oh, uh, oh, it Belle? is. Belle? Is it Belle? Belle? I think so. Yeah, Belle Delphine. Yeah, she's the co-star. <laughs> and she is in. You meet in AA? We meet in AA. And yes. you bond over your broken lifestyles? Yes. Well, now we we bond together mm-hmm. and um, we relapse together. We go back to AA together. The whole nine. It's, you are each other's it's rock. It's a crazy experience. Yeah. We um, slowly but surely start to fall in love. Uh-huh. Okay. And my ex-wife now, total cunt, right? She's being a total asshole, right? I was an alcoholic for like six years and you're just going to shit on me now, you know? After six years After of six years, bliss? Come on. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so you hate her. Right. She's just the worst. And but me and this this new girl, um, we're, we're really into each other. We love each other. Mm-hmm. Come to find out wife has a sister who was an alcoholic. And that's why she hates alcoholism. Is it because her alcoholic sister is the one you met in AA? That's right. Oh, my God. That's right. He discovers this the next year on Christmas when they go to meet each other's families. Crazy Belle Delphine planned it the whole time. It ends with him super sad drinking in an alleyway. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
It's very, very sad drama. Then it it's not I, I just have to say it's not Hallmark for it to end badly. Those are only um, happy endings, even the dramas. So what's the happy version of that ending? Uh everyone's really happy that he found love. Including somebody. the your the, ex wife and future sister in law. Yeah, they're very happy for you and to be with you as well. Yeah, I don't like that ending though. I like the sad one. You like the sad one. Yeah, I like the sad one. Um and it's gonna be called Almost All Right. And it's, gonna have, it's gonna have AA in large, large letters. Oh my God, Jacob, that does sound like a realistic, yeah, like terrible romantic drama, right? Yeah, yeah. Hallmark made, uh huh. T straight to TV. That's the only place it will ever go. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, though I think those are both hits. Honestly, made for I think TV so. hits. What was yours called? Oh, I didn't pick a title. Yeah, you didn't title yours. Um, I don't know something really fucking gay, but like silly. Um. Us tube. <laughs> <laughs> you and me tube. Me and you tube. Is it me and you tube? Me is and that YouTube. what it is? Yeah, no, that's perfect. Nice. Jacob, you should make these movies. Jessica, I would kill it in this industry. <laughs> I just came up with that whole idea in like the span of a minute and a half. You can me if I worked for Hallmark, I'd be I'd be writing ten movies a day, okay? Storyboarding hundreds of movies a week. Uh, my power is is it's absurd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see like from the from the makers of more lame titles. Yeah. <laughs> Santa's Slay, which is a it's a empowering story about drag queens, about drag queens who dress up as Santa Claus and they perform live uh-huh. for Christmas. Slaying. Yeah. Santa's Slay. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. And okay. I'm dreaming of a right Christmas. Oh, that's good. I know. You know, someone, some exec at fucking Hallmark mm-hmm. is listening to our podcast right now, just rubbing his nipples, <laughs> just writing all of this down, rubbing his nipples, knowing that he's about to become like a hundred thousand in there <laughs> from all of our stories right now. <laughs> I think we did it. I think I th- that's good. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I think that's it. Everything is satisfied. I know. We're good to go. And it's time to end. Mm-hmm. So if you liked what you heard, please like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast, you can share it with so many people. You can share it with- Mall Santas. Mall Santas, yes. Sit in their laps and tell them to listen to three shots in. The elves that have Santa's to take the elves. photos. Yeah. Reindeer petting zoo administrators. Uh-huh. Mall security. Yeah. They need us. They this do. Season. They really do. They probably really, really need us. Anyone who works with children. That's right. Yeah. Um, teachers. You should play us during nap time. I heard that our voices are very soothing and maybe the kids fall asleep. Maybe they do. Anyway, if you guys would like to show us a little love, a little support, visit threeshotsin.com. There we have a few links for you. It's been a while since it's been updated. It's looking kind of rough and it does need some beautification, but have patience. On that website, you will find links to our Patreon, our pride and joy. On it, we have so many things for you that includes our secret podcast, Three Shot Cinema, for patrons exclusively, as well as other things on the horizon, which we'll talk about another time. Save that for later. There's also a link to our PayPal internet tip jar. That's right. If you are like, hey, man, I just want to give you guys an ass load of money or even a little bit of money, but I don't want to like be a patron and all that. Maybe you're not into commitment or, maybe or putting you, labels on things. Or maybe you are already a patron and you can't give us more money through Patreon. Well, you know how you can? PayPal. That's true. Yeah. Whatever you got, your Christmas bonus. We'll take it. You know, we're not picky. No, it's maybe, not much, but it's something. Yeah. Maybe you, you got a small bonus. We'll take it. Maybe sure. you got a big bonus. We'll take it. I mean, like, really, we're not picky. No. Yeah. Not at all. And I, I heard from a little birdie 
um, that that website's going to be updated like really quick. You heard you heard someone say that. Yeah, I heard someone. I heard someone tell us a that. bird. A, a was, bird. Okay. That does in fact wrap up this entire show. Be sure to tune in next week where we will be talking about breast. That yeah. is the next topic. Breast. You mentioned what the topic is next time, and um, little exciting. You know, like yeah. thrilling because I have no idea what I'm going to talk about yeah. because I don't want to just talk about titties. <laughs> Who said anything about titties? It's called breast. It's just all I can think about. Mm. Get your mind out of the gutter. Could be thinking about chicken. Is that what you're going to talk could about? Could be thinking about breast plates. Sure. It could be someone named breast. Someone could be named breast. Could also be about titties. It could also be about titties. That's we that's really all I think about as well. It's just titties. Jugs, milk trucks. Titties inside of a breastplate, you know? That's what the breastplates are for. Yeah. Just to protect the it's titties. It's to protect the, the tid. The tits. The tids. Yeah. All them, all them tids are protected. <laughs> well, you are not going to want to miss it because I'm pretty sure we're both going to be telling some really, really stupid it sounds ass like stories. it's just going to be a bunch of stories that involve tits. Maybe, maybe it's a murder and like boobs are cut off or something. I don't know. There's we'll going to be baps a flapping all over uh-huh. that episode. Just flapping away. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next time. See you guys then. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Or maybe it's um, chills. I bet you thought we weren't made for each other. Number 14. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. That's how many times that we've had sex. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, in the 90s. Um, They had accessories. The Polly Pocket was very, very popular. They did come up with a quick clit. I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 That disturbs the flow of my story and I have to delete it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. I can get that laughter out. A quick clit, Jessica.